<laughs> baby yeah, baby fever. Does that baby just happen fever. to women? I'm sure guys get that. I'm sure y'all do. Some of y'all. Hey, it's Daisha D. And it's Jay Stang. Welcome to the In Retrospect podcast, where we look beyond the surface to find understanding. Where we will be bringing you laugh, knowledge, and culture. So sit back, relax, and join the combo. All right. So I am Daisha D, which is short for Daisha Drayton. I'm from Charleston, South Carolina, but I am currently in ATL, um, and I work in social work and mental health. You previously, if you've been watching me, I've been on another podcast called YBM Chat. Um, hopefully, you will enjoy this one just as much, if not more. And if you are new, welcome. Hey, it's Jay Stan, aka Justin Stanley is my real name. And I'm from Johns Island, South Carolina. I'm a creator, uh, specifically specialized in writing children's books. If you go on Amazon, you can find them. They're based off of, you know, lessons that kids can learn while you're growing up, as well as adults getting refreshers on these lessons that we're supposed to have learned while growing up. So for today's subject, we're gonna be discussing on why do we create these timelines for ourselves in our 20s? And why do we put so much pressure on ourselves to make sure that we reach these goals in our 20s? I'm here. <laughs> I've transitioned. Why you look like that? I'm just trying to figure out what do you mean by your I here? I mean, I transitioned to Atlanta <clears throat> recently. And so that's a big change, new place, new job. Um, City of the scammers. City of the scammers. But yes, yeah, tell us more. Right. <laughs> so I've just been really busy with work. I haven't had a lot of time to like go out and do a whole lot, but I'm trying. Yeah, um, I would say the same thing, me personally, but I'm still here in uh, Charleston, South Carolina. I wouldn't say I haven't been socializing because I definitely have been, but I haven't been going out as nearly as much with COVID and everything going on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I mean, I've been on social media a good bit, but not as much as I used to during this time. You know, sometimes you just got to step back from it. Listen. It's put a lot of pressure when, you know, you start seeing stuff and then you be comparing yourself without even realizing you're comparing yourself. That's the crazy thing. Yeah, I took a detox these past, what, two months? Every time you get on, somebody's getting married, somebody's having a baby, somebody's getting a house, somebody's traveling out of the country. Yeah, you know, every, yeah. but, but see, hold up, no, no, no. Every, everything you see isn't as it seems, I'm telling you. It's crazy, I see people all the time, like, they act like they're so happy on social media, but when you actually know these people, like, for real, for real, like, in real life, completely different story. They're not the same. I mean, I think some of that is people just like attention. And I I feel like we just grew up in a stage where you're comparing yourself constantly to what someone else has. Yeah. So people use it for different reasons. I agree, but you know this, you know, and that's one of the hardest, you know, lessons that people have to learn. And even when you say I've learned that lesson, at times it kind of goes over your head a little bit or you pretend to forget it and don't realize it until it's too late this lesson i'm talking about is is that you have to understand that somebody's gonna be better at doing something than you are like i understand everybody has the mentality oh i can do that too yeah you might be able to but you may not be able to do it as good as that other person does it you can try but it may not match up to how the other person does it but there's one thing that you can always you know put in is effort that's the main thing so that's what I look at it. I mean, I, mean, I feel like you're kind of, we're kind of socialized to work against each other. You don't think so? I mean, yeah, we, we, we are. We, we are. Because the first thing they're going to say is uh, when you get in an interview and it's like, okay, whoever's the best candidate is going to get this job. Mm -hmm. 
or it's like okay we let's talk about it in like as small as a child when you're in a school already who's gonna make principals honor roll straight a student and usually a straight a student will get some type of reward versus the child that doesn't make straight a's or doesn't have a's and b's they'll be left off of whatever reward all the other kids will get not knowing that this child may be learned be learning a different way or don't like they comprehend stuff a different way so I, like you said it is it starts young and tell people like you know figure out like okay you got a child and they're they, you know they learn a different way until you figure out that's the way that they learned and they're just they're stuck in a cycle well that and also so i work with middle school kids and <clears throat> they're already on social media they're posting pictures they cry about not getting a certain amount of likes um and people don't actually view their videos they don't feel like they're worthy or likable or lovable and I feel like that creates a very toxic uh, school environment and sets them up for very low self-esteem. But I feel like adults do the same thing. I mean, I mean, me personally, I didn't get a cell phone until I was in high school, like ninth grade. Oh, times. I mean, I was off. I was off. The, I was off the house line, like AOL dial-up. I don't know. Look, I don't know if y'all didn't know anything about that, but you know, the house phone with it. My sister's eleven and has a cell. She has a. She has the most upgraded iPhone there is. Do I? No. Yeah, I do not. I do not. So do you do you feel like social media negatively influences or impacts men more or women more? Uh, I feel like it's a little bit of both. I wouldn't say one side either. Well, in the aspect when it comes to men, it's just like this is what you should have as far as being established. You have either jewelry, cars clothes and you know these houses supposedly are a nice place but when it comes on the women's side it's like your body should look like this if your body don't look like this then you ugly which is crazy because you know everybody got you know everybody's not shaped the same mm -hmm. and that's just it's, it's insane and it's just like you see these people <clears throat> might be on the same age as you for instance like you know people in their 20s you know they'll put this facade on on social media like Oh man, I got all these cars, clothes, money, jewelry, everything. And it's just like, it's not what it is. It's like what you see. And you know, people, you know, start comparing themselves and they don't realize that they're comparing themselves to what somebody else got going on. And ultimately that just starts to wane on people's mental. And when it comes to women, it's just like, okay, you got people telling you ugly based off of an IG picture that, you know, that they seen that the other girl posted, not knowing that they altered the picture. <laughs> That's I, not really how they look. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like, yes, I think it does affect both men and women. However, we are growing up in the Kevin Samuels generation where we now, yeah, you know I was going to go there. <clears throat> so where we now have this man um, empowering men that are millennials to come talk to women sideways about, specifically black women, about what we need to do and what we need to work on. And I feel like, yeah, men, you guys have the pressure of having money, <clears throat> having status, but I feel like that's always been a thing. Like when it comes to rappers and athletes, y'all have always seen that. It's just that social media, you have more access to the, the images and things like that. So, so what I'll say about the whole Kevin Samuel situation <laughs> is this, that everybody has to understand that he's on, he's not talking to every man specifically that's supposed to be able to be <laughs> going crazy, you know, talking to women any type of way. It's like, he's talking about men that actually have like money. And don't get me wrong when I say this, everybody think they get money, everybody think they got money, but he's, he's talking about people that have this money. It's like, listen, you got potential 
and you got people that actually have money. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, but the, the people that usually have money act different anyway. Okay, like the everyday person, every everyday working man, I, I would say is that yeah, you may have potential at like a certain age. When I say potential, I mean like from age like 20 all the way up to maybe like 35. It was talk about what you got going on, what you plan to do. And granted, everybody said they're gonna do it. Some people like in their 40s and 50s about what they plan to do. But as far as when it comes to like the dating arena in my eyes, the way that, you know, social media has like we discussed earlier has made everybody think like, oh, I'm on a timetable. I need to have all this stuff done. Mm-hmm. And my age, my age group, like, oh, I need to have a house, I need to have kids, this, that, and a third by age 30. It's like, you know, that's not be that's not feasible for everybody. And like when Kevin Samuels talks, he's only talking to like small demographic, but everybody gets tied in because he's out here telling certain women that have kids to do certain things. And then the men think like, oh, I can do this, talk the same way to women or look at it the same way at times. But this is like, you know, everybody can't do that because everybody's not, am I, what's the best way to put it? Everybody's not equipped to be saying stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah, but those are the guy. Listen, the guy, the like, high value men that he's talking about. Those you, are not the men that approach us and talk about that. It's always the guys who have a plan. But they, well, no, no, no. They yeah, have an idea. Okay. They have an keep idea with up. no plan in place. But yet we need to work on things. So I feel like social media puts us on a timetable, but also I feel like it emboldens certain people to talk out the side of their necks um <laughs> based on that because like with him he might say well your your clock is ticking your biological clock is ticking and i think some of that is that too with women who want to have kids they're like oh, no, that, that's that's a real thing like, <laughs> yeah i know if they reach real life, real life. a certain like, age like don't get me wrong like, he got some like some solid points but sometimes the delivery may be off but or rub people certain people the wrong way but yes, some some valid points in there. Like there is a biological clock, but that is a real thing. Like people did used to get married earlier in their twenties or earlier in life and have kids a lot earlier than they do now because mm-hmm. of everything that's going on. But you know, yeah. But I, I, what are people, what are people supposed to do? Just rush to be married to say they're married? <clears throat> no, nah, I didn't say that. Not what I said was. <laughs> but he does. He makes it seem <laughs> like you're supposed to withstand uh, foolishness to say that you're married. Well, I know a lot of people used to get married just out of respect. It wasn't even really love per se to begin with. But uh, what he's saying, I can't really explain because I'm not him per se where he's coming from. But I'm pretty sure he, it may be something along the lines as far as like, don't put up with it per se, but definitely respect the person that you get married to. Well, now, the delivery in which, in which the way that is being said from him may not be, you know, conducive to the people that may be watching it if you watch snippets of it. But what I get from it is that, you know, yeah, you need to get married, this, that, and the third. But he, I know sometimes he'll say stuff like when it says like expectations, it's like everybody looks looking for somebody that has like money, like six figures off a rip. That's just not reality. Like everybody's not making six figures in their twenties or in their thirties. That's like a small percentage of people making six yeah. figures. And I mean, <laughs> it's just like it's like it's crazy. It's just like, and it's another thing. Like if you got either a male or a woman, and you'd be like, oh, I want I want my spouse to be in shape. You need to have this. You need to have this, that, and the third. And then you look at yourself. It's like, are you doing any of these things that you're requesting? It's just like. It's like you're not like that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You're not like that. 
you can't be telling somebody you need to do this, you need to do that, just based off your ideas of how social media has portrayed how things are supposed to look. Oh, I don't see these kind of people in my, where I live at, what in the world going on. I keep messing with these people that look like this. And it's just like, hmm, wonder why you keep messing with these people that look like this, or you only getting interest from people that look like this. Must be something. Well, I mean, according to him, you should not marry for love. That's the last thing that should be on your list is love. You should marry for somebody, not even respect. respect. I mean, he was saying you should marry financially. Like what's going to make sense for you financially? That's what a lot of people do. I know several people that have done that. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, for me, I will say that I used to have a kind of a timeline of like, I wanted to be married by my early 30s. I haven't made it there yet. So who knows what will happen? Um, I never really had a timeline about kids. Cause yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of going to go. Yeah, for the record, I have no kids, but kids are good. Kids, are, kids are great. Okay, that's why I do write children's books. I did say that earlier. Yes, kids are great. I have worked with kids in the past. You know, I'm actually a big kid, as you can tell. Kids are expensive. Yes, they are. I am expensive. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure everybody can see that themselves as taking care of themselves from somebody that does not have kids. Now, yeah, you can get expensive if you don't cut it back. Do you feel like that timeline is based solely on social media or do you think we get pressures from family as well? I feel like people get pressured because they see their friends having kids or the people that are closest to them have kids. And then it's all of a sudden it's like, so when are you going to have kids? Or it's just like, you know, the idea will be put in their head or in come by conversation as far as like, well, maybe we can have kids. Well, when you have kids, we can have play dates. <laughs> Or when you have this, that, and the third, we can do this. And it's usually kid related. Once you start, the people close to you start having kids, a lot of people feel pressured like, oh, I think I need a child. Or when people get on social media, like you said, people get on social media and get, what'd you call it? Baby fever? (laughs) (laughs) Baby fever. Yeah, baby fever. Does that just happen to women? I'm sure guys get that. I'm sure y'all do. Some of y'all who want a little boy, a little girl for whatever reason. Hey, anything is possible. <laughs> I mean, I haven't met hey, a guy. Hey, don't get me wrong. Anything is possible. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. I mean, hey, what you put a pass? I well, no. I personally do not get pressure from my family for the most part. I don't get pressure from my family to have kids or any or get married or anything like that. They're more so focused on me just focus on my career, focus on settling in, that kind of thing. And I'm appreciative. I mean, I, I mean, that's that's good, but also I'm not bringing everybody around my family. That's number one. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's off rip. That's number one. Everybody's not coming around my family. So when we <laughs> even talk about even getting to the whole kids part, it's like, I'm not bringing everybody around my family. That's crazy. Cause everybody, man, look, uh-uh, no sir. I had some encounters, no sir. People be like, when I, when I can see your mama, when I see, no, we good. No, thank you. <laughs> and also, I've realized that one of the biggest reasons why I stopped having a timetable for myself is because I've had failed relationships. <laughs> and why you toot your lip up like that? Why did I toot my lip up? Yeah. yeah. You, you oh, I'm just... And because of that, I'm like, well, maybe my goal is not... Of course, I'm going to be married, but that's not my goal right now. My goal is to have a healthy, stable relationship. We'll get there when we get there. But for now, that's my goal because... Like you said earlier, a lot of people post couple goals, black love, and I'm just trying to figure out where that boy stands from. Because that's what I hear in my mind. Hashtag couple goals, hashtag killing it. In your mind. 
and then you know them for real or you find out things and you're like but wait this person's doing this and they're doing that and you're like okay this is not goals this is a very unhealthy unstable relationship but we look cute for this pic yeah you know social media is one hell of a drug <laughs> i'm serious man I, everybody yeah. talking about all these other drugs that are illegal social media is probably the biggest drug out there is it social media or fame fame i mean you can get fame doing the slightest i mean exactly anything i said social media because the outlets that we have now go worldwide and global like snapping the fingers and this is the right thing that you know what i'm saying you know strikes the right nerve with people when they watch a video or see a picture then yeah i mean it's not well yeah it's going parabolic it's going around the world everywhere just like that like fame nah social media social media is a drug because you get on there and say you can say that's why i said social media is not real you can get on there and say the most wild thing in your mind that comes to your head like something crazy next thing you know you go to, you're gonna make the news you can make the news I i'm mean, not gonna say what i'm not gonna say some of the crazy stuff that people could possibly say but you know what i'm talking about you could say some wild stuff on social media and next thing you know <laughs> there could be people at your door about to kick it in <laughs> I mean, social media is a drug. You, <laughs> yeah, you can, but I mean, I don't know. I'm all for because you got, stability. You got, I mean, my thing is this: you got little small kids, like 13, 14 years old, even younger than that, doing stuff on social media now that that you have to get the police involved at times to come figure out what in the world is going on. That's why I said, you know what I'm saying? Like that's not that's not good. Social media is a drug. So on a more serious note, we're going to talk about Astro World and the whole Travis Scott incident. Okay. Um, I want to say at first they reported eight people, eight deaths, and mm -hmm. then now it's up to nine, I believe. Mm -hmm. uh, they have somebody that's in the hospital that's brain dead, as well as a child in a coma. Uh, mm -hmm. And it's still, it's a mountain up. Right now they have like 46 lawsuits in county. Uh, the 46 lawsuits in county and possibly up to a billion dollars and lawsuits being filed currently towards Live Nation as well as Travis Scott. Now, how do you feel about a performer being, what's the word, blamed completely for this issue? Held responsible. Yeah, held responsible for this issue. Is it the performer's fault or is it security? Or would you say that it's the fan's fault? Because now the issue is they were saying originally that the blame was on Travis Scott. Now the blame is currently on the Houston Fire Department and Police Department, because uh, there's some videos that are out that have shown them recording Travis performing instead of them actually helping people. Um, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like it's a lot of different factors coming to play. So I saw a video of kids, I'm just gonna say kids, kids rushing security. They didn't check in any tickets. They didn't get wand or anything like that. They just went into the festival, right? They didn't have enough security for that amount of people. So there's that security is not enough of them. So they didn't take the time to like go check everybody because that's probably nearly impossible. Then on top of that, Travis Scott, I'm not a fan of his, but I've noticed that his, his energy yeah, <laughs> like his, his type whole, of music is whole, very yeah. ragey. And so you already have the raginess type yeah, of vibe. You didn't see that video when he jumped into the stands and he was like, uh, not stands, he jumped into the fans, into the uh, the crowd. He jumped into the crowd and somebody tried to take his shoe. 
Now, if you're a sneakerhead, you know these shoes go for a lot of cachet. So, of course, I don't blame Buddy, but immediately after Travis Scott got up out of the crowd, he was like, oh, you want to take my shoe? You thief. Beat it behind. Get him. Get him. You know, you know what I'm saying. For okay. the people that have seen that video, that's exactly how that video went. But, I mean, honestly, you know, it was only a matter of time, so this stuff got out of the end at the Travis Scott concert. Uh, it showed videos like before they even the, the before the concert even started. They were just selling merchandise. There was whole gates and everything set up for people to walk around. You had people full out sprinting and hurdling these gates to buy and that's sweatshirts. What, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he brings socks. that type of energy. Come on, man. he brings that type of energy. That's it's crazy. not he can't control adults and children, that's but crazy. he brings that energy. Security couldn't check everybody. The fans that were coming didn't have enough coof to buy tickets or just accept that they lost out and take that L and don't go to the festival. So I think it's all of those things. Now, why um, did they have someone injecting people with drugs? That's a whole other thing. Uh, as far as them saying, okay, he should have announced it because he's the loudest voice in the room that someone needed help. I think he did eventually. He paused. Now there's videos that's coming out that shows him pausing the show and saying, hey, what's that? What's going on? What in the world is that? And make sure y'all take care of the person beside you type stuff. Yeah, that did go on during the show. But at some point or another, it got out of hand. And then to be honest with you, there's the argument that's being posed that what would have happened even if he stopped the show? Do you think these these fans at this point would have calmed down? Or do you think it would have gotten worse? We won't know. Exactly. <laughs> because he, because he didn't stop the show. So what if? But also, y'all, COVID is real. COVID is still happening. Oh, no. Nah, why would you? Was imaginary. Why would you want to be it's this close? Chill out. That, that close. Me, you, you don't want to <laughs> Listen, I'm vaccinated. <laughs> this close to somebody, hundreds <laughs> yeah. of people, and COVID is still happening. Nah, COVID ain't real. That's what they tell you. You've had all these people that come out, all these <laughs> celebrities. Oh, man, we survived Corona. We could, we, yeah, we survived Corona. Not we survived the pandemic. We survived Corona. I saw a video of Cat Williams um, and Tiana Taylor. They both had fans who needed some kind of type of medical help. They both stopped their shows like, we ain't, we ain't about to be on no Travis guy. That's that not about to happen. You talking about Tiana, <laughs> Tiana Taylor when she took everybody to church? Oh, I didn't see that. It was a girl who needed air and yeah. then Cat, Cat yeah. Williams like, we're going to pause. Yeah, and Tiana Taylor had that show when she was like, and the music was playing while she did it. That's why it reminded me of church. She's like, oh no, baby, come come forward. Come oh, forward, baby. okay. Come on forward. Is you okay? <laughs> Is you okay? Come on forward, baby. Come forward. Hold up. Wait a minute. We're going to make sure that she's good. Are you okay? I mean, the music was playing the whole time. I felt like I was in church. She had, this, yeah, I don't She had the drums going, a little guitar, a little light music. It was nice. Like somebody was coming to the altar. I guess. You know, you, you got to see that video. I'm <laughs> I you. saw it, but I guess I just didn't think of that. I I'm just thought she was trying to make sure the girl got she, Yeah, assistance. she was checking her. And I felt like I was in church. Well. Like the pastor, but yeah, well, you thank you. Let me get a well. Well, thank you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like social media is, it's making it very difficult for people to know how to interact with others in a healthy, natural way. Um, I think people are becoming too accustomed to saying, hey, and not asking how are you is saying oh yeah it's scary they don't know how it, to look, interact I, I want you all to look in this camera <laughs> well, i'm gonna look in the camera directly in this camera and tell you it's scary hours out here it's scary it's getting real scary out here 
And now you're going to say, oh, men is crazy. Men don't be like, what's my favorite color? And then I'll tell them what my favorite color is. And next thing you know, they want to ask about all my private parts. It's like, no, listen, it's scary out right here. It's vice versa. Both things going on both sides. It just is not as publicized as you think it would be. Now, yeah, you yeah, you may have a point. It might be mainly men. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'm not going to say it ain't. But you still got some women out there that do the same thing. So, possibly. Possibly. But possibly. Yeah. Possibly. If you had to say possibly, anything is possible. Okay. Uh, but, uh, but, nah, <laughs> but nah, man. Like, for real, though. Like, it's, it's really crazy out here because social media will have you thinking, like, for instance, the whole suade, sweetie, or however the, you so say we, it. Yeah, I know. I just had to say it. There was no, there was a fella that was in her DMs talking to her like that. That's the reason I put it, said it like that. Oh. Swati, sweetie, or whatever your name is. But anyway, he was trying to holler at her. But uh, long story short, man, like, you can't pull up in nobody's DMs or even in somebody in real life, like Quavo, talking about, you want a snowflake? Huh? What? You want to be, what do you say? You want to be my so icy girl? Or what, what was it? I don't know. He, said, he, he said he's so icy. I'm like, but it got her attention, I clearly. Mean, I understand, but yeah, let me tell you right now. You go ahead and you go into anybody. If you're a regular everyday working day person, you got to like that to do that. Oh, yeah, more power to you. But for the majority of the population out there, yeah, no, don't do that. You have somebody look at you like you crazy. You better all start the conversation like, hey, my name is this. Say something about yourself and proceed to ask them about themselves. Don't be all this, this crazy stuff, man. It's so simple. It's, it's Man, look. But people don't know it is how too to simple. talk. It is too simple. I'm telling you. And I don't understand you folks up there who <laughs> don't like to talk on the phone ever. I understand if you're not a phone talker, but ever. I need to hear your voice. If you have FaceTime, I need to see you. I need to see your mannerisms. I need to see your body language. If you, even if you have an Android, let's Google Duo something. Skype. Google what? Google Duo. What, what is that? It's video chat for Androids. People who refuse to get an iPhone. <laughs> you better uh, Instagram video me. Anything, anything, anything. At the, so in this day. Google what? Duo. D U O. Nope. I need something because I'm not going out with anybody that I only see text messages yeah. from you. That's no. There's another thing we're going to touch on as well. When you are starting off this conversation, now a lot of people, I'm, I'm going to put you on game real quick. A lot of people don't realize that, okay, yeah, you out drinking somewhere, possibly people of age. If you're out drinking somewhere and you try to approach somebody, just remember you have the smell of alcohol in your breath. You all up in somebody's face saying, hey, how you doing? What your name is? Whole time, you depending on how much you was drinking, you smell like <laughs> boy. You smell like a bottle. You think they care? You smell like a bottle. Look, look, look. <laughs> check me out. Check me out. A lot of women don't like that. Check me out. You smell like a bottle. And you breathing out in her face. They get out, my boy. Right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> also, just side note. Flirting or letting you know that you are interested is not liking somebody's picture. Okay, number one, then what do women, women do? I'm just I'm just trying to understand. You might like a picture because it's a nice picture. That doesn't mean I want you. Hold on now, wait a minute now. The women will be like, oh, this is my form of letting them know I'm interested. Let me like this picture. Okay. They're supposed to figure it out. 
it's a difference between liking pictures here and there and then going to their page and going in the back part of their page and liking all these old things. Then clearly, yes, you've been snooping. I mean, sometimes you gotta go check the car facts, you feel me? Ooh, no, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, no, hey. Sir. You know, nowadays, let me stop. Anyway, yeah. Oh, uh, so, I don't uh, check, I check pictures, but also I wanna check to see what your statuses are. I want to see what your captions are. I want to see if like, you know how to speak. I feel like that's too much. You know no, what I'm it's not. Because I need to see how you speak. How, how do you speak? talk? Yes. I mean, I'm from Charleston. You know that Geechee's No, wrong. you can be Geechee. You that can be country. But how do you type your words? I mean, hey, you know, some people are, uh, what's the word? Grammatically impaired. Grammatically? Grammatically. Grammatically. See, I did it right there just now. We all human. No, if you- Oh, that bothered you. That bothered you, it did bother you. <laughs> no, it, it doesn't. I'm saying I need to see what type of things are you posting. If you're only posting wads of money, first of all, that's dumb because like you're I setting yourself up. But second, flashy clothes, wads of money, nothing with substance. Like I, like I I'll said. pass. Well, hold up now. I'll pass. That's just social media. That might not be the real person. Maybe it's my like pictures, so they do that for social media. But that goes back to I need a real person. I don't want social media but version of you. They might just be doing it for social media. You gotta think about it. Social Possibly. media. Social media is a fantasy world. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Some people got a facade to uphold. You know what I'm saying? You know, like back in the day, people were like I got a rep. Yo, rep. What? Rep what and whom? You know, but, <laughs> the street but, just even, but even but check it though. Seriously though, after yeah. a period of time, this rep. Or in this in these day and age or this day and age, social media, this facade that you gotta put up, eventually this gets old. So but how long are you gonna keep that up? So before I'll, it's like real life situations or real life things that you got going on starts to affect you. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying, really affect you to the point that you can't keep that facade up no more. You wearing five hundred dollar sneakers, two thousand dollar chains, you done paid two grand for a grill in your mouth. But you at home sleeping on a mattress. No box spring, my boy. We all go through struggles. No frames, my boy. <laughs> Some priorities kind of jacked up, my boy. <laughs> I will say this, We though. go through struggles. Hold, I, hold yeah, it. we all go through struggles. I understand the struggle, but... I you mean, got, You got gold in your mouth, that. $500 shoes. You know what I'm saying? Some jeans that might have cost... What at Walmart? $20. That's a lack of priorities. That's a lack of priorities. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Lack but, of priorities. That's what you asked. But I will say this. I know you say social media is a facade and it's fake. Oh, social media is a drug. It's a I, facade too. I'll say this. Um, I feel like my personal social media is not a lie or facade, but it only shows you what I want you to see. Like it only shows you if I'm traveling or my accomplishments. So it's not a lie. But it's, I'm not going on social media and mistaking it for my journal or my therapist. No, no shade. I just choose not to. I, I don't. It's shade. Do you feel like yours? It's shade. That's what time it is. Do That's you exactly feel like yours reflects who it's you shade. are? That's exactly what it is. It's shade. Don't get it confused. That's what it is. Does Do my social like media reflect who I am? Yeah. I mean, currently my social media, yeah. What I'm trying to be, what I am currently transitioning to be, yes. A creator that writes children's books, most definitely. Okay. So like that, I, me personally, like my thing is this. There's no confusion when you come to my page. There's not gonna be no, I wonder if he does this, I wonder if he does that. Because nine times out of ten, if you gotta think about it like that, <laughs> cool. That's your business. If you wanna know, you can ask me. It's, it's that simple. Like, you know, that goes back <laughs> to what we talked about earlier, lack of communication skills with social media nowadays. Like, if you wanna know something about somebody, did you know what I'm saying? Say your name, ask them their name. And like, like there was this one conversation, like 
there was a girl on one of my stories she was talking about how somebody asked her like where she was from like can, like you know what i'm saying like instead of you just asking somebody like where are you where are you from mm-hmm. where are you from question mark mm-hmm. okay not no oh you from alabama you from arkansas oh you must be from florida why are you assuming ask that person where they from like that's crazy like no, oh, I think I seen you the other day. No, you ain't seen a single thing. Stop that, moment. But you know what? Those, be the, like, main, stop that those be the main girls that y'all knock down. But anyway, um, does your social media <laughs> reflect who you are? Okay, let us know in the comments. Join us every Wednesday. No? Okay. Like, comment, <laughs> and subscribe. Do it again. Do it again. Keep going. You cut it up. Say it again. All right, so does your social media reflect who you truly are or is it just a facade? Okay, let us know in the comments. Join us every Wednesday. And remember to like, comment, and subscribe. All right.